Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Watching the Webhead. I'm your host, Adela Nell, and uh, let's just start off really quick. Um, spoiler alert. A spoiler alert. A, 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 a spoiler alert. In case, uh, actually, one more thing. A spoiler alert. Maybe. Spoiler alert. Potentially, spoiler alert. Um, there is a leak from a somewhat credible source. Uh, now, this source has um, correctly uh, leaked a couple of other things, apparently. And so, um, you know, that this person has some credibility here. They, they, they obviously know someone, or maybe they are someone. Uh, and so here we are with, um, again, potential spoiler here. Apparently the entire plot, for the most part, um, of the movie, uh, No Way Home is, uh, is out here floating around, just floating around. Now we had earlier where, um, we had a, 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 there was a, um, you know, a leak where we had Willem Dafoe was apparently the leader of the Sinister Six and he was going to be the main antagonist against Peter Parker. So we had that a few days ago or so, like earlier this week, that popped out. So the fact that this leak has come out, I, you know, it seems like, yeah, we might be heading in the, the you know, in this certain trend. Um, I'm not entirely sure. Um, so, uh, the leak came from 4chan, the number four and then Chan, like Jackie Chan, um, via Reddit. Uh, the article that I'm reading this from is, uh, BGR, BGR, um, And, uh, yeah, so I'm just going to go through blow by blow because they, they, you know, the, it types up basically blow by blow what's going to happen. Um, so, again, if you don't feel like having the movie potentially spoiled, you know, this is just really a rumor. It may or may not, you know. I read through it. It looked, I mean, based off of everything that we've heard and based off of, um, you know, some of the things that have occurred in the comics, this feels like it's a very real possibility that this could happen. Um, not entirely sure, you know, but this, this, I mean, it, it looks like I would, you know, if the movie played out like this, I, you know, like, yeah, okay. Uh, like this seems really like it could happen. Obviously a lot of things could happen with this movie. We have no real idea. But I do like this uh, this leak here. And even if it's not real, it's a cool little story to think about. So um, we're just going to dive into this. Uh, you guys, you know, you've been warned multiple times. So, uh, yeah. Okay. This is, this is going to be great. Maybe. Perhaps. All right. So it starts off... Um, Tom Holland, 
Peter Parker is on the run after the Far From Home thing, right? So Far From Home ended with basically Mysterio claims that Spider-Man killed him. And uh, we don't see Mysterio as a villain. Remember, we see Mysterio as a hero. He put on the facade that he was saving the world and stuff. So, you know, he's supposedly a hero and Spider-Man has now killed him. So, uh, clearly, you know, Peter has to now kind of seek refuge and, and get out of, you know, figure something out. So he, he, um, he apparently approaches Dr. Strange and Dr. Strange agrees to, uh, hold him in the Sanctum, Sanctum Santorium. Uh, basically Dr. Strange's home, basically, right? Um, and so he's there. Now, apparently... The villains from... Now, remember, the, the Sinister Six leak was um, Doc Ock, uh, Electro, um, <sighs> Goblin, uh, Rhino, Sandman, and the Lizard, I believe, were the six. Either way, it's, it's six villains. And um, so, apparently... Uh, the villains from Sony's Spider-Man trilogy and The Amazing Spider-Man are imprisoned in the Sanctum. The multiverse is unstable, so Strange has captured these villains. So, now it says the multiverse is unstable. Apparently, you know, by looking at this leak, something has already occurred, right? Something has occurred where the multiverse is unstable. Now, that could be a WandaVision reference. Um, you know what I mean? I've, I've talked about it. You know, it, it's, it's a thing that WandaVision, her, the stuff that happens at the end of her show most likely impacts Spider-Man. And then something happens to Spider-Man and then Doctor Strange's movie cleans it up. Um, that was my assumption. Reading this leak... It seems like it's going to play out that way. Um, we also know that No Way Home is meant for the villains. You know, they have No Way Home. But let's kind of see if that holds up. Um, so, yeah, Strange has these people captured. Um, now, apparently, th this next paragraph had me slightly confused. But... It says the various Oscorps from these alternate realities are toying with interdimensional travel and Strange tells Peter he has to capture them after having accidentally helped them free or helped free them. Um, and then it goes on to say Green Goblin tells Peter that the other universe's Spider-Men were corrupted and the villains, villains is in quotes, have to get back to their realities to save those worlds. Uh, so yeah, I you know I, that it seems kind of weird. I'm not entirely sure what. Um, so so because the previous paragraph says that the multiverse is unstable and Strange has captured them. Now, when he says 
when it says Strange tells Peter he has to capture them after having accidentally helped free them. I'm I don't know who the he is referring to. Is it referring to Peter or Strange? Um one of them apparently has to capture them after they are accidentally freed. I think the the leak is written somewhat backwards in this one. I think probably Green Goblin tells Peter that the other Spider-Man are corrupted and the villains have to get back. Um, so most likely, Peter probably sets them free. Um, and then Strange has to... Tells, Strange tells Peter, you gotta fix it. Or something. Or, I, I don't know. It doesn't make sense for Strange to tell Peter, you gotta fix it. Um, like, you gotta capture them. But maybe Peter has to capture them because Strange has to, like keep trying to fix the multiverse. It's unstable. So he's going to be occupied. So now it's up to Peter to go out and try to, you know, get these, round these guys up, round the, the uh, villains up while Strange tries to fix whatever's going on. You know, what maybe, uh, you know, I mean, it's rumored that Scarlet Witch might be in there. Elizabeth Olsen, uh, she denied any rumors that she was going to be in the movie. Um, you know, so I don't know if, like, she, she, maybe she will, you know, at the time, I mean, production is still going on, I believe, so at the time, she said she hadn't been contacted, but maybe they did eventually call her and say, hey, we need you to do a couple of scenes with Doctor Strange or something, or a cameo, or something, you know, so, it, I mean, it could still happen, she shows up, so Doc, Doctor Strange might be occupied. Um... So, Defoe's character will supposedly lead the villains to the Oscorp in the MCU's main timeline to get the technology that would make it possible to open a portal between dimensions. Now, if that does happen, this will be our first time seeing Oscorp um, inside of the MCU at all. You know, we haven't uh, seen Oscorp um you know, as a company uh, in, the, in the MCU yet, uh, which is pretty interesting. Uh, Oscorp is a very big, big deal, but the MCU never utilized it. And I don't know. Now, that could be because that is a Sony. That's part of the Sony, the Sony deal with um, Spider-Man. When Marvel sold the, the rights and characters and everything, they probably sold like Oscorp concept um, with it. So Marvel wasn't going to be able to use Oscorp and Goblin and all these different things, which is fine because Goblin is very much a Spider-Man villain. So why would the MCU have a Goblin without a Spidey, really? It's still possible, but you don't... Goblin really doesn't run into any other heroes that often in the comics. So... Um, but that would, you know, that would bring us into the Oscorp phase of it. And, and if Oscorp does exist in the MCU, which this leak says, what were they doing during all of these different events that have occurred and, and everything? So it's going to be interesting to see 
will we see that universe's version of uh you know Harry and Norman because even there's not even a Harry Osborn you know there's no Osborns in the MCU that you know so would we be interested in them or interested introduced to them or you know so those are questions that I have uh but um so anyway uh foe's character like I said will lead the villains to the Oscorp to get technology that would make it possible to open a portal between dimensions. Um, by the way, let me let me go back slightly here. Um, Peter goes to Doctor Strange, but MJ and uh, Ned are with him. So the three of them uh, are inside the Sanctum Sanctorium with Doctor Strange. So, okay. Peter is defeated in a big fight with Strange rescuing him again. So again, it looks like Peter probably goes off to fight the Sinister Six. He bites more than he can chew. He doesn't realize the gravity of the situation. He gets his behind beat. Maybe inches to death. We don't know. Strange comes in to save him again. Um... You know, so, and I would assume that the rescue is more like a grab Peter. Like, he'll probably do like a portal, scoop Peter, and then hop back in the portal and then just leave. Um, The Strange most likely will not be fighting the Sinister Six um, at this point. At least on screen, we don't see him fighting the Sinister Six. That's my guess. Uh, The... Leak does not mention it at this point. So, the wizard will tell Peter that he needs help. And that's how the other Spider-Men will be recruited. <clears throat> so, Toby Maguire's Peter Parker and Andrew Garfield's Peter are going to be recruited. They gave us a couple of updates about the characters. So, Toby Maguire, he is married to MJ. He finally got married to MJ. They have a daughter. And then Andrew, his Peter is a college professor. Now, this is very interesting because there are multiple uh, Spider-Men. There is one where he is married to MJ and they have a daughter. And that daughter ends up being, I don't know the name for the movie, but the daughter ends up being um, Spider-Girl. And like she's literally like a, a little girl. Let me double check her name. Spider Girl. I forget her name. Um, May. That's right. May. Mayday Parker. Um, named after Aunt May. That's right. So. Um, so, yeah, back to the leak. Let's go back here. All right. So, um, yeah. So they have a daughter. And, you know, do we know if she... Her, we don't know her name, but it could be interesting. I, I'll come back to that those references later. Uh, Andrew Garfield's Peter is a college professor, which we've also seen, um, I believe, in the Spectacular Spider-Man in the comic books. He is... Uh, well, at one point, he's a um, like an assistant type professor type 
thing. Um, but yeah, you know, like it, 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 you know, both of these stories are very comic book based. So it's very interesting. I wonder if Sony has plans to spin off with those updates for those characters, but we'll see. So Defoe, Willem Defoe, the Osborne, he realizes he needs a Stark power core to pow- to open two-way portals between the realities. So this is starting to lean towards a lot of the Into the Spider-Verse concept. Um, and, you know, where he needs some kind of energy thing to open the pathway, right? Um, and so now he's going to go, I guess he has to, you know. Uh, I guess he has to basically visit Tar- Stark Tower. Stark Industries. I don't know how he'll get this, you know, like, I don't know the status, like, uh, you know, Pepper Potts, what is she up to, and, and, you know, Happy, and all these different things, so it's going to be interesting to see what, how he acquires this, but he plans to leave all the Spider-Men in the MCU reality while the villains escape to their world, so what it looks like now is like a switcheroo, right, so Willem Dafoe, his original plan was to just show up in the universe with the Sinister Six, cause some havoc, and whatever. But then, um, and, and probably what he'll, you know, like it says, No Way Home, the Sinister Six will probably have a conversation, maybe Doc Ock and Osborn, because they're probably the smartest people on the team. They'll probably come to a realization like, hey, we can't go back. We need a way back home. And uh, now I don't know if this will sympathize the villains or not. You know, like, we're stuck here. And we want to go back home. And I don't know if there's going to be some kind of level of drama tied to that. But, um, you know, so Osborne is trying to open the portal to go back home. But he wants to leave the Spider-Man in the MCU. So... It's interesting, you go back to your home, there's no Spider-Man, and you can take over as you see fit. So that's going to be interesting. Now, it says here, uh, there's a climatic main fight that takes place at the Statue of Liberty, where Toby's Spider-Man will die during battle. Um, So the, the... this is going to be pretty uh, gruesome here. Uh, it looks like, you know, Toby's going to die. Um, so one universe will lose a Spider-Man. And then somehow it says, the leak here says, somehow in all of this, the Green Goblin will have Ned as a hostage. So. Uh, obviously the leak isn't going to go exactly blow by blow, script, you know, page by page. But at some point, Osborne will take Ned as a hostage. I'm wondering when this could occur. Um, it could possibly occur when Peter first accidentally frees them. And then during the chaos and everything, Ned takes, you know, I mean, Ned takes... Osborne takes Ned, you know, or one of the Sinister Six. Somebody scoops up Ned and they just run off with him or something. Ned tries to be a hero. We don't know. Um, but, you know, they, they take him. 
and at some point, you know, at during this battle, I, now I don't know if you know, I don't know if Tom Holland, Peter, there's multiple Peter Parker, so I have to say the actor's name. I don't know if Holland will know about Ned being taken, or if during this fight he'll finally see, like they'll know this Ned was taken, but like. Okay, we got to figure out what happened to Ned. And then during that final battle, it's revealed, you know, like Ned might be tied up to something or or something, right? So we don't know. Um, so, while Holland and Garfield's Spider-Man managed to beat Osborne and stop him from using the device, Ned is also killed. Alright, so this, this climactic battle, this big scene is killing off um it's killing it's killing off at least two major characters i mean we have one spider-man dying uh then we have a you know ned Leeds dying now i'm trying to remember in the comics i feel like in the comics ned died and then like was like somewhat resurrected to be the hobgoblin I'm not entirely sure. This leak would lead you to believe that there would be no Hobgoblin in the movie. So, I mean, that would be my guess. We're not going to see Hobgoblin. You know, if this is true, we're not going to see Hobgoblin. There's been rumors of that speculation, really, that, you know, Ned, Ned was slimming down to be in a better position to play Hobgoblin, but you know, that may not occur. Um, but he does die. And so Garfield has to stop Holland from killing Goblin and becoming a villain himself. So I can I could just kind of imagine this, which is hard to because you don't necessarily see this all the time in comics, right? But I can just imagine, you know, like Holland sees the death occur and he just rages out, just blacks out, you know what I mean? Like, he just, he's, you know. And my guess is that Gob, like, they stop, they stop Osborne, and the Goblin probably kills Ned as retaliation. Right? And then Holland's like, okay, I'm just going to kill you now. So he probably gets, like, a, a few punches in. Like, he probably really beats him up, beats Goblin up. And it's like pretty close to finishing the job. And then, you know, Garfield's uh, Spider-Man is able to, you know. And again, this is against, I'm, I'm assuming this is against the Sinister Six. So, you know, there's going to be a lot of fighting. And Toby's Spider-Man will probably be able to defeat maybe a couple of them. You know, Andrew's going to probably beat like one or two, you know. And then Toby will die and the fight will keep going a little longer. They'll defeat one last villain. And then there might be like Goblin and one more left. There might be two left. And Peter might be... Oh, Peter. Holland might be going against Goblin. And then Garfield might be going against the la the other last remaining of the six. And then during that exchange, Holland... I guess Holland stops... Goblin, Garfield finishes off his fight, Goblin, Goblin, Garfield finishes off his fight, then you have Goblin retaliating, killing Ned, 
then you know Goblin and Holland have one final duke out, and then Garfield swings in and stops it. Um, it's kind of how I envision it, if you can follow, because I sure didn't follow what I just said. So, um, and then it says the Sinister Six get locked in Strange's prison. I guess again. And the two Spider-Men attend Toby's funeral in that reality. So I'm guessing, you know, Andrew and Holland are going to go to Toby McGuire's universe and attend that funeral. Um, now this last sentence is a little weird. Or I should say this next sentence is a little weird. Kind of seems out of place. But it says Matt Murdock, starring Charlie Cox, defends Spider-Man in court and the primary reality, but the world will still know who Spider-Man is. So I I mean if this if this takes place in the movie, it's kind of strange to do that. I don't I kind of figured that this would take place towards the beginning. Like because I, I saw the beginning of the movie kind of trying to resolve. Like, I, you know, I, I could see it as, okay, we go to court, you know, and then maybe, maybe, like this last sentence. Oh, he defends Spider-Man in court, but the world still knows. So now we have to go into hiding. And, you know, but uh, if it takes place here, it's kind of weird. And then it says the film supposedly ends with Holland's Peter deciding to honor the death of his friend and all the losses he experienced by continuing to be a hero. (sighs) Yeah. Um, Okay. So let's uh, let's review I'll give you some of my thoughts uh, after this quick break. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, like I said, you know, I can see this happening. You know, I can see all of this kind of unfolding in that way. Um, the way that it's worded, there were a few things that kind of threw me off a little bit. Kind of trying to figure out what what exactly they mean, uh, but. The gist of it is, it feels like it'll pick up right after the end of uh, Far From Home. Um, Peter and his friends will hang out with Doctor Strange for a little bit. And now we, we've seen some set photos where it looks like Peter, MJ, and Ned are like in some weird looking... Places that you know that look kind of like ancient, artifactual, Middle Eastern, like Egyptian tombs type looking Indiana Jones ish, but it could be the actual um, Sanctum Sanctorium. Like they, those photos may have been actually Peter and his friends inside of you know Doctor Strange's dwelling if you want to call it that. So that could be what that is. So those could be some early movie shots. Um, 
that we've got to see. And maybe they go exploring inside of the place and then, you know, Goblin's able to convince Peter to do whatever he does and and all of that. Uh, so, you know, it's possible. Um, yeah, I think... <clears throat> I think... Somehow the movie has to connect. The movie has to connect uh, WandaVision. And. Uh, you know. What happens here. Because. Apparently before the movie. Or next to. The beginning of the movie. Doctor Strange. Has realized. The multiverse is unstable. And needs to clean up some kind of mess from other movies and other universes, um, which is interesting. And again, you know, like I said, I thought that something would occur and then the villains would show up, but apparently the villains are kind of already known to Doctor Strange and Doctor Strange has already had to deal with them at some point. Uh, which is, that's that's what's really interesting. So, either like, yeah, either before the movie or like during the, while it doesn't really tell you how it starts. Right, because you you have to imagine the movie isn't going to start with Peter knocking on Doctor Strange's door, right? There's gonna be some immediate fallout, you know, with with different characters, you know, Aunt May and how she's gonna react, or if we'll see her reaction with it, and and happy, and all all these different things are going to have to happen, and then you know Peter has to figure out. Someone's got to tell him, right? Like, hey, you can go. Well, has Peter been in the? I'm trying to think. During Infinity War, he wasn't in the uh, Sanctorium, right? He, he, yeah, he was on the bus, and then he joined that first fight with um, Doctor Strange and Iron Man, and uh. Bruce Banner, because the Hulk wasn't trying to do his thing. Um, so, no, he wasn't in the Sanctorium. But, yeah, at some point, Peter has to acquire knowledge of the place and then go there, or Doctor Strange finds him and they have a conversation. And, like, maybe Doctor Strange sees what's going on. Peter's dealing with this stuff and, and Doctor Strange is like, I, hey, I can help you out. You know, because obviously these two have worked together to some some extent, um, even though it may have not been on the most positive terms. Um, but, you know, on the spaceship, Iron Man, Doctor Strange, and Peter Parker had a pretty brilliant, funny scene, actually. Um, it's pretty cool um, in space. But um, yeah, so I mean, they, they are familiar enough with each other that it would, you know, it's very believable that they may have potentially stayed in touch. You know, it, it's possible they may have stayed in touch and, you know, whatever. I don't know. They both got snapped. So, I mean, 
I don't know how, I don't know how, uh, like I said, it's probably picking up right after the movie, right after, um, Far From Home. So uh, time really hasn't moved that much, I'm guessing, um, between the movies. And then I don't remember how long Far From Home was from the snap, but it's a pretty quick, it's a very short amount of time because they're still trying to, they're still talking about it, like, okay, it's been, you know, and the snap occurred. I forgot what they called it in the movie. But anyway, so I'm kind of thinking, you know, that's how he and Doctor Strange will link up. And then, um, you know, Ned and MJ will show up. MJ doesn't really get mentioned here, so I don't know what happens with her. You know, she's there at the Sanctorium. I don't know if she plays a role after that. Earlier leaks, like last year type of leaks, were saying that a lot of the movie was going to focus on MJ and uh, Peter and their relationship. So, you know, this plot leak doesn't really specify that. This plot leak very much specifies the main, I would say the main plot. But doesn't act, you know, it doesn't really tell us a lot of other subplots that could be happening. Um, that would be my guess, right? So we still could see some underlying. There were set photos of, like, apparently Peter uh, is meeting MJ in a coffee shop at some point. So you know, there, there's there's gonna be a few scenes. I guess, I'm guessing. That probably take place before. Because once they get to the Doctor Strange. Once they get to that. And everything happens. I highly doubt that there's room. And that's what I said earlier. I highly doubt that there's going to be room. For some personal relationship building stuff. I imagine it's going to be a lot of action. Once. Once uh, the Sinister Six is set free. Going to be a lot of action. Uh, you know, and it's going to be interacting with the multiple Spider-Man. I can't wait to see that scene. You know, if if this does happen, I would love to, you know, I'm just waiting for that scene, how they're going to interact with each other. And, and I'm wondering, you know, I mean, this is technically a Sony movie. And Sony has proven that they are not afraid to uh, spoof, I guess. Their previous versions of Spider-Man. You know, we saw in Into the Spider-Verse where, you know, he bas- it was basically a mockery of what happened with Spider-Man 3. So, we could see some jabs at the previous version's moments, you know, some movie moments and stuff. Um, you know, Sony is not, you know, I mean, I don't know how Marvel would feel about it, but Sony is definitely not afraid to go down that road. So, that, that could be a fun little Easter egg throwback type of interaction between the three of them. Um, I also wouldn't be surprised if, like, during the credits, we see that famous Spider-Man pointing at Spider-Man meme, and it's just the three of them. It already exists, um, like a fan-made version of it, but it would be cool to see, like, an official version kind of just rolling through the credits. That'd be pretty funny to see. Um, You know, and then... The Osborne thing, you know, I it's gonna feel really weird to just randomly show 
such a major critical Marvel company after like over a decade of being in a universe that doesn't mention them. You know what I mean? Like it's going to feel weird and I, I get this weird feeling we're probably still not going to see those those characters in the MCU. Like we're not going to see Hera, we're not going to see um, Norman. Which I would have liked to see, like I, you know, I, even even if um, you know, like Ned dies, and if they do like a fourth Spider-Man movie, you know, maybe uh Peter and Harry, you know, become friends, and they, you know, it'd be interesting to see, um. But again, that that that's hard to say, you know. Sony and Marvel, their agreement is coming up to an end, you know. Tom Holland's contract is up, you know, so this. You know, we we this could be the last MCU Spider Man movie, you know? We don't we don't know right now. Um so we have to kind of treat this as maybe a finale for the character. We don't really know. And the way that it sets up to end would be an interesting finale, you know, for you know, it's just the MCU would have to I guess explain his disappearance or you know would they just write him off and just pretend you know no one would ever mention him again be weird and unfortunate uh but like you know i don't know so yeah i'm very interested to see how that goes i think um i like eh, i was about to say i like it i'm okay with how the Sinister Six arrives. I was still looking at it as an accident. Like a ramification of what Wanda did. And I guess technically that is the case. So my guess is that the ramification. Doctor Strange took care of it. Peter comes in. Messes it up again. Maybe makes it worse. And there you go. That would be my guess. So I guess in the end it was an accident, but we just don't get to see that first accident. But I think it would probably be better if it was an accident. Like, my version would have gone pretty similar. It would have gone to, like, Peter, MJ, and Ned. They still seek refuge with Doctor Strange, right? And then, while they're, like, kind of there and they're all chatting and getting to know each other and there's a couple of funny scenes and all of that. Um, then all of a sudden there's, like, this kind of weird, I don't know, uh, earth shakes or, a, you know, something happens, right? And then Doctor Strange is like, oh, something's happened with the multiverse, you know. And uh, the kids are bugging, like, what are you talking about? What? What do you mean? And then all of a sudden, the Sinister Six shows up. And then, bada bing, bada boom, like how the, the leak went. So I think that could have been pretty cool. That would have made it more dramatic in a way. I don't like the idea that Osborne is like, oh, you know, these Spider-Men, there's something wrong with them. Help us. Uh, it feels kind of weak. I mean, yeah, sure, Goblin is a trickster and everything. You know, Marvel's answer to the Joker in some ways. But I, I don't... I don't know if that's... I wouldn't like that as the actual version. Um, it's It would be fine. But, uh, you know, it could be done a little differently. But I, I guess, you know, that that's okay. 
Um, and like I said, Doctor Strange doesn't seem to um, be in to a fight with the Sinister Six, which I think is uh, pretty messed up. You know, Doctor Strange is extremely powerful. I, you know, sure. Now in the comics, you know, you have to honor the idea that Peter is the one that goes up against the Six. But you almost get this feeling. I mean, look look at it like this. Look at this perspective. Doctor Strange went toe-to-toe. He went toe-to-toe with Thanos. Now, Thanos had four of the stones. Doctor Strange had the one. And then there was still one on Earth. Um, Wakanda and all that. Uh, but, you know, Doctor Strange was holding his own. You know what I mean? Like, you know, they, they were fighting. Um... Are you telling me the Sinister Six is more powerful than Thanos with the four stones? I don't know. You know, that, that doesn't feel believable. Like, I feel like Doctor Strange could probably beat the Sinister Six pretty pretty handily. It might be like a battle, but you wouldn't doubt that he could beat him. So I'm very curious to see what they actually do with Doctor Strange during this movie. Because he doesn't sound like he's fighting anyone. In the movie. Uh, by this leak. It doesn't sound like he's in a fight. At all. Which is messed up. Because he might be the strongest character. That we see in the movie. Um, <clears throat> kind of similar to. Homecoming. And like Peter was like. Having some tough times. And you were almost nervous that. Iron Man would come in and save the day again. Like with the boat scene. You know. And he didn't, but in some ways he kind of could have, and just that would have ruined some of the the climax and intensity and and everything of the movie. But from a logical standpoint, it's like, why don't we all? If I know that you're in trouble, why don't I just show up and help you? So that way, you know. And I mean, you could write it off and say, oh, Tony was testing Peter and making sure he could handle it because he can't always be there, and that's fine. But like, if you fast forward to this movie, multiple universes are at stake here. Like this is an all, you know, like Doctor Strange needs to step up. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is impacting a lot of people that don't even belong here. Like, you got to help send them back, buddy. Come on. (laughs) And so um, that is potentially a plot hole for me. What will they have him doing? How will he be occupied to justify him potentially not being part of this final battle? Um, so I'm curious about that, you know. And again, I'm hoping that like Wanda shows up. Like I'm, I'm hoping basically whatever is occupying Doctor Strange will lead up directly into his movie, and it, it completely justifies. Him not being able to assist Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Yes, Spider-Man. And their battle with the Six. That that would be my best guess. Either that or he... Like, they... If they... I mean, this might be a little lazy. But if they write it in the script... Like, okay. I have to stay here in the Sanctum Sanctorium. To, to manage all these universes. So you gotta go out there and stop them. And then the Spider-Man are like, okay, got it. Like, I mean, that that's the easiest way to do it. 
I'd like for them to be a little more clever, but that might that might be all that they can muster. The 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 coolest one would be Wanda shows up <clears throat> and like either he chases after her or they have some kind of skirmish off screen, which might be too much because then it's like, oh my gosh, you're not gonna show us this fight between these two very powerful characters? What? You know, so maybe it's just a situation where Doctor Strange decides I have to investigate to see why this is happening in the first place. You guys take care of the six. I'll go figure out what's going on. And then multiverse madness, you know, and all of that. So I'm interested, like I said, I'm interested to see how they take care of Doctor Strange because uh, he's too powerful to just randomly not be in a fight like that. So he's got to be occupied somehow, some way. And um, this little... That might be the biggest problem I have with this leak. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, again, now Peter Parker, uh, Tobey Maguire. Let's say Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire married to MJ and having a daughter. We don't know the daughter's name. In the comics, it's May. Um, I'm curious. I'm curious to see if we'll see MJ, you know, Mary Jane, and if how old the daughter will be. Doesn't say how old the daughter is or anything. Just says he has a daughter. Um, now I don't, I, I don't know in the comp now. <clears throat> Spider Man has radioactive blood, right? Can that be genetically passed? Like, is it possible that his daughter has powers? I have not read the comics. Like, I have not read uh, May's story, how she becomes Spider-Girl. Um, let, me, let me take a look at that real quick. Might as well. How does she get her abilities? Do a little summary here. You know what I'm saying? I think you do. So. Alright. For some reason, these pages are coming up in Spanish. I don't... I don't understand that. I don't. I, I'm. I'm still in the United States. Why would you do this? All right. Uh. Mm. All right. It doesn't really say. It just says she starts developing versions of her dad's powers when she's 15. Um, so I'm guessing there was a genetic pass down thanks to the blood. Uh, okay. I mean, that's, you know. So it would be interesting if, you know, this, like if they show like I don't know if they'll show a teenage daughter. I have a feeling that this daughter is going to be very young. 
I, I get this feeling she's going to be very young. If we even see her. You know, we may only see Toby, um, you know, and he might reference that he has, you know, his wife and daughter. Um, but uh, if we do see them, I'm wondering, you know, I mean, they said Christian Dunst was rumored to be back in the movie. I have not seen anything where she denies it, but I'm pretty sure it's not confirmed. Um... So I don't know. It could be her. Hopefully it is. That'd be nice. Uh, and then, like I said, I think the daughter's going to be very young. But we'll see. You know, they may decide to make her uh, around the age that her comic book version got powers. Maybe right before it. And then she takes up the Spider-Man mantle in that universe. I don't know. Um, Andrew Garfield, he is a professor. Um... Don't know which college. And we don't know. The, the other thing is. We don't know how. How old anyone is. Like how. how From the original movie. To what they are now. How far is the gap. Is it the actual years. That have passed by in real life. So like. Spider-Man 3 came out 2007. So has it been 14, 15 years. Andrew Garfield's run ended in 2014. Has it been seven years for him? You know, like... So I don't know how time is going to work. You know, how old will Andrew Garfield's Peter be? How much time has passed before he became a college professor? Because he was just getting ready to start college, right? In the movies. Um, and now he's a professor. So he obviously had to have gone to school. Probably got his master's at least, you would think, especially since he's already, you know, certified genius. He got at least his master's, maybe his doctorate. So a, a decade has gone by for Andrew. And then Toby, we don't know what he's doing. We just know he's married and has a kid. Uh, it's kind of hard to see what Toby would, would be doing. I mean, if I think of other versions of Peter Parker, maybe he has his own business. It's just kind of tough pill to swallow, you know. I don't think he has Parker's and Parker Industries. I don't know. We'll we'll have to see how that goes. Um, you know, maybe MJ made it as an actress, so maybe you know they're living off of her salary. I don't know. <laughs> um, so I, I'm very curious to see those lives, how how much in depth, you know. But if, if Andrew Garfield is officially in the movie. You know, I, you know, it says he's a college professor. We know that Gwen Stacy died. So it is possible that um, Emma Stone will not be in the movie. Um, because there's probably not going to be a Gwen. I don't know. I mean, also the leak may have decided not to reveal Gwen. Uh, because that may have, that, that may potentially cause too much of a stir. I don't know. I mean... If she were in it, I feel like the leak would probably mention like a side note like, oh, he's a professor and he's married to Gwen or something. We don't know. Um, yeah, so Osborne first comes into the, the main universe to visit his Osborne, Oscorp, you know. And then I guess after he visits his company... 
he realizes, oh, I have to, I need something from Stark. And so I guess, you know, so there's probably a hunt for the Sinister Six where they're trying to get their bearings and figure out how to get home and all of this. And Osborne's like, all right, wait, we'll go to my company here. And then realizes what he's looking for. I guess he doesn't have it. His company doesn't have it. So then he says, all right, Stark must have it. You know, um, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Um, so yeah, that happens. Uh, the final battle, quote unquote, the final battle, uh, Statue of Liberty. Very interesting that they would choose that as a place. Um, very X Men ish. What I forget what which X Men movie that was. Uh, one of the later ones, and they were going against Magneto. It wasn't Last Stand. I don't. Was it Last Stand? Oh, it might it could have been Last Stand? I don't remember. I didn't watch all of the X Men movies. I only would watch like one movie every once in a while, which was not good because obviously you're missing a lot of details about things. Um. But whatever, you know. I, I watched one X-Men movie where they were fighting at the Statue of Liberty. And uh, Magneto was about to tear Wolverine apart. Using that, you know, he was bending the adamantium uh, inside of Wolverine or whatever. That was interesting. But whatever, it's fine. <clears throat> um, yeah, you know, I mean... I, I kind of described the final battle already, you know, how they would be battling the six and it would come down to um, Holland versus Goblin after Ned's death. Do I believe that Ned... I mean, okay. If Ned is killed... Will he stay dead? Listen, we're in a we're in a you know I mean the MCU has not they have and they haven't resurrected people. Let's let's say they they haven't resurrected anyone, right? They reversed the snap which brought people back. But as we kind of confirmed, like the MCU kind of confirmed, they didn't die. They just stopped existing. Like it's kind of a difference. They they just did not die. They just. They just stopped being. Like, it just stopped. It's kind of hard to explain that, but they just stopped existing. Um, But in terms of actual resurrection, like people, characters dying and they just brought them back, we haven't really seen that. So, if the MCU stays true to themselves, you know, okay, he's going to die and just be dead. <laughs> And like I said, I, I like the idea of Harry filling in the Ned role and, you know, him, Peter, and MJ. Very classic comic book trio of friends. A throwback to the original Spider-Man trilogy, you know. So, I could see that. I don't think that's going to happen. But, I, you know, I could see that. My biggest... So my like I said earlier, my like my biggest I said my biggest like problem, 
my biggest complaint was the Doctor Strange thing. Like, what are they going to do with him? But the biggest issue, the biggest question, how does the Sinister Six come to be? Because you have Willem Dafoe, who died. He died in Spider-Man 1. Sandman, uh, well, Doc Ock, he died. Now, we don't know if he... Now, we know Goblin died, right? But here's the thing. We also know... Well... I know in the Ultimate Comics, he can't die. He and Peter Parker in the Ultimate Comics, they couldn't die. I forgot how they explained it, but they just cannot die. Um, Main continuity, he was supposedly dead, but then came back, killed Gwen Stacy, and blah, blah, blah. Um, But if we keep it just in the movies... In the movies, we saw Goblin die, right? Like, he, he died. And unless unless they decide to pull some his drugs, make him, invent, you know, immortal or whatever, we're going to assume he died. Doc Ock, we don't know if he actually died. I mean, it's implied heavily that, you know, being that close to the energy thing may have blown him up or, or sucked him in or something and he dies. But we don't we don't see his we see him floating. We see him floating. And I guess you can say, alright, that's the dead body floating thing. But I mean did he die? I don't know. I mean look, I'm I'm gonna say yes he died. So I'm gonna say both of the characters died. They also said Sandman was potentially one of the uh Sinister Six, I believe. Um was it Sandman? Oh, boy. I feel like... Uh, no, it wasn't Sandman. Alright, so... And then Electro was one. Uh, the Rhino was also one. And they were wondering, was Paul Giamatti going to fill that role again or not? Spider-Man trilogy. Those villains are dead. I need to know. How are they going to be alive? That That's all I need to know. Because here, here's what we know as fact, right? We have Doc Ock signed on. Like he's, you know, even the actor himself said, yeah, I'm, I'm in the movie and I'm, I'm playing the same exact character. So how? Right? And and if, if Green Goblin, if the same Willem Dafoe is going to be there, then these two are from the same universe who have died at two different times. And you're telling me that somehow a mess up of a multiverse situation would, what, bring them back to life or something? Like, it, it's... So... So my thing is, okay, did Sony retcon those movies? Is Sony going to... And I, you know, I've read about this in one place that Sony might use this movie as an opportunity to retcon everything from the previous movies. Which is why Gwen Stacy may still show up because 
the realities that we knew are going to be retconned by this whole thing. Um, the other option is, oh, well, who says that these are the only universes? But, you know, to be quite frank, it's very specified, at least in this leak, that they are from the same universe that we've seen in the movies. So we have to assume that these are the same things, same people and their same roles. So how do you explain these two characters who are supposed to be dead being alive? And will Toby's Peter be surprised by this development? Because, you know, by by now, you know, obviously enough time has passed. You know, he got with MJ. You know, he had a daughter. We don't know how old the daughter is, but... Obviously, it's been some years that have passed by, right? You know, so it's kind of, for me, it's it's just a very curious thing as to how they are just roaming around causing havoc. I don't know. Um, unless they write it as something happened in the, in, in the universe. Here's the thing, though. I wouldn't be surprised if they just don't acknowledge it at all. I wouldn't be surprised if if uh you know Sony and Marvel just say, Yeah, we're just not gonna talk about how they were dead and now they're alive. Just enjoy the Easter egg. Just just enjoy the fan service. You know, they're here and uh enjoy it. They might they might do that. They may not even decide to go through all of that. And I wouldn't, you know, I mean, look, this is supposed to be a long movie, but I highly doubt that they're going to dedicate time to explaining how in the world they're alive. I don't think that they could do it. I don't think that, I think that's a movie in itself, quite frankly. You know, I I don't see how they could give it enough time and explanation um, for all of that. So I'm going to assume that they're probably not going to even acknowledge that these dead characters are back to life. Um, and I'm guessing that the Peter, you know, Toby, he's not going to say anything about it either. Uh, so, yeah, it's essentially a retcon. They're going to pretend like that stuff didn't really happen. And, uh, yeah. Is that going to be fun? I, nah, you know, I'm not necessarily looking forward to that. I don't, I, you know, because I want to see these characters and I want to be able to trace it back to those movies, but I can't. And, you know, that, that's, it's tough. I mean, see, you, you have to understand. I know some of you are thinking, well, this is a different continuity, Dante. So what are you doing? But here's the thing. Yeah. But they're pulling from multiple universes. They're pulling from other continuities. So it's perfectly legit to say, okay, well, that continuity is that continuity. And, you know, it's been intercepted by the current MCU continuity. Who says that the things have to change just because they're flipping around and other universes and, and, you know, out of place and out of time and stuff. So uh, I don't know. You know, this is going to be... Very interesting to see how they use how they they play that out. Um, hey, look, I'm excited to see you know Doc Ock and and uh, Goblin. 
you know, those actors were great. You know, Melina and Defoe, great as those characters. Two of the best, if I had to rank the top five live action Spider-Man villain portrayals, those two are easily top three. I mean, it's it's not really close. And, and Keaton would be the third guy in there, you know. So, hey, maybe I'll do a, a, a recording for that. I might have to do Yeah, okay, guys. I'm going to do an episode top five. Will I rank them all? Maybe I'll just, yeah, maybe I'll just rank them all. I don't want it to be too long, you know what I mean? So maybe top five. I was going to say top three. Maybe just top five live action villains and Spider-Man movies. You guys let me know. Should it be top three, top five, all of them, top ten? You know, what is it? Um, but yeah, so I, I think how they assembled the Sinister Six, I'm going to be very curious. I think Jamie Foxx tried to say, oh, his Electro isn't going to be from the, the that same Electro that he played before. I call BS on that. I think, uh, God bless him. You know, Jamie Foxx is a nice actor, a very decent singer, um, did a great job in the movie Ray, but I think if I had to guess, he is the same Electro. They might make him look different <clears throat> because I don't think a lot of people liked that Electro. They might make him have the more classic comic book Electro look. Um, but yeah, no, he's it's it's Electro. Come on, come on. I highly doubt Sony would sign him up to play a character, but it's not the character. I mean, it could happen, sure. But I highly doubt with what's going on with the movie already and everything that it's based off of, it doesn't make sense to pull him as a random Electro from just a random universe. He's going to be from the Andrew Garfield continuity. That's what I believe. Um, So we're going to stick with that. He did not die. He just seemed to have shorted it out, right? He didn't die, right? I I don't think he died. He just kind of... He got too much energy fed to him, and he kind of exploded. But, I mean, his body's basically made up of energy, right? It's electricity. He's just kind of energy. He can't really be destroyed. So, kind of like Sandman's situation. He can't really necessarily be destroyed, per se. Um... So, you know, I mean, Electro, you got Electro, then you got Rhino. And if they, I mean, if they're pulling villains from just those universes, then it would be Paul Giamatti, ideally. But his role was so, you know, the Rhino in that movie lasts about five minutes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you could probably get a, another actor and just throw him in there. Who cares? Um, and I forget the other two. I think Lizard, you know, will they get the original Lizard actor? I don't think it was Lizard, though. No. Uh. Ah, jeez. Hold on. Let me see. Sinister Six.
I just gotta read the names. But <clears throat> you know, the, the the um assembling the Sinister Six, I think, is gonna be really interesting. I'm not entirely sure how you know how they're going to make it work. Um, I'm guessing. All right, here we go. Here it is. All right. So I was right. Sandman is supposed to be coming in. Um, so it might be Thomas Hayden Church. I haven't, I haven't uh, seen his name pop up in too many rumors, so I'm not entirely sure if he'll be doing Sandman again. Um, the Lizard is going to be part of the team. Don't know if the original actor will portray. Um, Electro, we have confirmed. And then the Rhino. Um, and like I said, Doc Ock and Goblin are in there. I, yeah, so all the supposed cast, like the supposed roster for the Sinister Six are all from the uh, the previous Spider-Man movies. So, and like I just said, so, I mean, who would you pluck from there? Like, who could you? Um, Sam Raimi trilogy, the only people that are missing from that is New Goblin and Venom. And knowing Sony, Sony is not going to bring out another Venom. They're just not. Like, they have a Venom going on right now. They're not going to put another Venom on screen. Even if it is from a separate universe, they're not going to do it. They're not going to bring New Goblin if they already have the first Goblin. So we're not going to see that. And who else? They that those are the only villains, right? Doc Ock was the only one in the second movie, and then Goblin was the only one. To, yeah. So those are all the real villains that they could pluck from there. And then the Amazing Spider-Man. You have Lizard. He was the only villain. Electro. The only villain. You have Goblin. Harry was Goblin in this one. But you already have a Goblin from a much better version too. From the Sam Raimi. Uh, Yeah, it would have to be Rhino. Yeah, they don't have a lot of... uh, There's not a lot of live... You know, there's not a lot of uh, options to pluck from here. Um, for either versions. So yeah, they'll have to. Um, if if they definitely want to pull from the prior universes, this has to be the roster. Like this has to be it. Um. Oh, hold on. I'm glad I read this article. Oh, guys, I can't believe I missed this. Alfred Molina says Doc Ock's return in No Way Home picks up from that moment where the metal-limbed villain seemingly drowns in a river at the climax of the second movie. Okay, so there we go. So they will pull him basically right before his death or right as it's happening. That's how they're going to pull him. Okay. Now, see, I, I can, you know, 
it's convoluted. Like there's a you know, trying to explain that science wouldn't work out too well. But I can I can accept that. So maybe um, <clears throat> you know, if they bring back Willem Dafoe and and everything, they might pull him from right before the glider takes him out. You know, so that I'm gonna be very curious. Okay, that okay, that answered some questions for me. That was okay. Good, good job forgetting. Uh oh, there's another quote here. Um, Molina asked John Watts, the director, about his character's death. Molina told Variety that Watts replied, in this universe, no one really dies. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That is... Oh, boy. Why haven't I read this before? Um... Okay. Oh my. So, if what Watts, if what John Watts is saying is true, does that invalidate the entire leak? Maybe not the entire leak, but at least does that invalidate Ned's death? Or will it look like a death? Or will he be resurrected? So there are a lot of questions. And I think you guys heard in my voice earlier, like I wasn't too sure if he was actually going to die. Um, but now reading this, either he will be resurrected or just appear like he's dying. And maybe in the appearance of dying, or, or maybe resurrection, he gets resurrected, but maybe he's not the same. I'm not saying like pet cemetery type stuff, but like, Maybe that's how he becomes the Hobgoblin later on, you know? He spent time with Green Goblin. And, you know, the leak said that the Goblin tricked Peter. He might trick Ned into some kind of... You could be a, a, a Goblin, too, or something. Like, I don't know. I don't know how this is all going to play out. This is crazy. Um. Wow, 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 wow. This is... Okay, I don't want the episode to go too long. I don't like... I don't really like going past 90 minutes. Um, oh man, this is, oh my gosh. Okay. All right. Time to wrap it up. We got to, oh Lord. Okay. So you guys let me know, uh, how you have felt about this potential leak. How credible do you think it is? Uh, again, the person that leaked this was right about a couple of past leaks. So we got to give some, you know, we take a grain of salt, but. Some of this, at least, is probably completely accurate. Um, but yeah, let me know what you guys think. How excited are you about the movie? Or does it seem like it's going to have too much going on? Um, I'm a little nervous about that still. But if they, if they, I mean, looking at this leaked plot, if they do it the right way, this is going to be great. This is going to be pretty epic. Um... But we'll have to see. So. Lord, 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 Lordy. Alright, cool. Um, 
So yeah, you guys, you know, thanks for listening. Um, and I, I mean, whew, this movie sounds like it's, I mean, it's going to be the longest movie. That's, that's what kind of been reported. So it would have to be longer than two and a half hours, which already feels like a long time. So I'm guessing three hours. I'm guessing it's going to hit three hours. Um, you know, so. Oh boy. All right, guys. Uh, let's do the outro. And, uh, yeah. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. If you want more, make sure you follow my uh, podcast here on whatever platform you're listening to. I don't know where you're at, really. Um, and, you know, check out my website, bellanel.com, and follow me on Twitter. I'll be tweeting Spider-Man stuff and 76ers stuff and other random stuff. Stuff, right? What is that web fluid made out of anyway? Stuff? <laughs> Thanks for listening. Keep swinking.